Hi everyone, and welcome to the Gaming Council podcast, a podcast where my friends and I talk all things gaming. And today I'm joined by Marissa, Toby, Brandon, and David. And our first topic is all about digital versus physical copies of video games. There are a number of gamers who prefer the ease and convenience of digital titles, and there are also gamers who prefer to collect their boxes and box art and ensure that they will forever own their newest purchases. With the future of gaming moving more and more towards digital purchases, gaming stores such as Game GameStop find themselves in trouble, while massive game clients such as Steam and Humble Bundle provide digital titles for low and discounted prices. It's easy to assume that the future of gaming is digital, but is that true, or will physical copies continue to be a go-to for consumers? So, let's talk digital versus physical. And, to start with physical, let's talk with Toby. Toby, what do you think? Um, I think that physical, um, well, for me personally, physical is always the winner. Um, just because I like to have an actual physical copy in my hands. I like to have an actual thing, although it's probably bad in the old environment with plastic and all that lot. Um, and the Switch definitely has like the most wasted game casing in the universe, but for their tiny cartridges, I mean. Um, yeah, I've just always preferred physical. Um, digital is good for like for me just for the digital only purchases so things that are like smaller indie titles um, I'll get them digitally but just if there's a physical copy I'll always get physical because I just prefer to have the actual literal physical copy in my hands and I like getting like special editions and stuff as well so if there if there's a game I super like or I'm very interested in and there's a special edition I'll try and get that as well um, and yeah, digital, I don't know, I'm just, I'm, I'm, it's fine, it's good. I'm just not sold on it going solely digital as a whole. Like the whole gaming industry cannot be digital only. I do not accept this. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> so, uh, Marissa, what about you? Well, I'm definitely more kind of on the side of digital. Um I mean, don't get me wrong, there's some beautiful physical releases, and I think one of the downsides is that if you do strictly get digital copies, a lot of the times you're not able to get things like collector's editions, um, you know, things like that, but it is really a convenience thing. You know, I never have to switch out my discs or anything like that. Um, I do think we're still a little ways away from it being primarily or only digital just because of console space memory space um you know i think that's one of my biggest problems that i run into especially with my switch um i already have a micro sd that is already pretty much full um but aside from that i mean i really do i like being able to download it i like being able to play games immediately at midnight as soon as they're supposed to go live um you know, I personally, I don't know, I just, I really kind of enjoy that. Um, you know, and then, like I said, even though it's not my primary argument for why digital is great, I really do like the ease of just being able to quit one software, um, then open up another one. I like that for my Switch, I don't have to worry about always having my cartridges with me because I'm afraid of losing them because they're so tiny. Um, you know, I'm not worried about discs getting scratched or damaged or stolen. I have everything right where it needs to be. Um, yeah, that's kind of where my argument for digital lies. Very understandable. David, what about you? Yes. Now, I am someone who's sort of on the fence on the issue. For me, it really depends on the game that I'm buying and the console that I'm buying it for. Um, it's less so the case now, although a little bit of a gray area because the Switch is this weird hybrid thing. But if ever I had a handheld console, for the most part, I would make that console strictly digital releases. Just because, sort of like Marissa's argument, I don't want to fumble with cartridges. I don't want to have to be like, oh, crap, I'm at this random place and I'm playing my 3DS and now I'm having to like switch out this game for this game because who knows, I could lose it, something could happen. And regardless, you know, it's just easy for me to be like, oh, okay, great, I can just quit this and pop into something else. But when it comes to um, like my home console releases, I've always kind of gone for that physical version just because I kind of like that classic experience of like 
getting my hard copy of these bigger, more sort of, I don't know, like sit down and play for a while games that end up being kind of like these larger stories. Because for the most part, anything that I play on my 3DS or I guess my Vita, that retro thing, um, would have been much quicker playthroughs that I'm not as dedicated to, sort of. So for me, it was just kind of like convenience for that one instance and that environment. Um, but yeah, I'm sort of on the fence. I'm kind of leaning more towards switching over because of the Switch being a hybrid console. Like half of my games on my Switch are physical and the other half are digital just because it, it's easy <laughs> and it's there. But at the same time, I do kind of want them still physical because it's sort of both. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm torn on that issue. That's where I stand. Brandon, what about you? Honestly... I'm very much like David in this argument. I'm a little bit torn on the thing myself. It's a lot. A lot of it is pretty much what he already said on the subject. If um, and also what Toby said as well. If it's a physical copy of a game that, like, for example, let's talk about Kingdom Hearts Three, which just came out uh, recently at the time of the, this recording, that had this really cool um deluxe edition with you know like a steel book and art book stuff. I love getting stuff like that, little collectibles like that. But if we're talking about non like games that come out that don't have these cool collectibles honestly it really depends like david said if you're having like a handheld system it's it feels more beneficial to have them downloaded so that you can just access them on the quick it just seems like the best option to do the problem is with that is unfortunately i don't think we quite live in a in a future where it's um viable to download every single thing that is of interest to you which is what marissa said we don't have the kind of we don't have that much space in our consoles that we have right now. Like my 3DS, it's a good it's a good it's a good thing. There's no more uh, major Pokemon releases coming out for the 3DS because my 3DS does not have any more. I have a really good SD card too, but it does not have any more room for a big Pokemon game like that. And my Switch, before long, I'm sure will be in that situation as well. Really, I like physical because you know I like I like seeing my boxes. I like seeing my collection. I like getting it that way and for the p and, and for um for the ps4 it doesn't even matter because the system and games are like right next to each other it just really depends on the console for me but if i had to choose a side between one or the other i guess i'm more of a physical kind of guy i just prefer like the physical thing in my hand it's there's probably no practicality in it really but i just enjoy its feeling and that's kind of where i stand on the subject that's me <clears throat> okay, so me personally, I'm I am like Toby, all about physical copies over digital copies, um, and uh, for some pretty similar reasons as everyone else. I mean, I have a collection, and I don't want it to be ruined because I love just looking at the display of all the games that I have. Because you know, it's cool when you go into someone's house and then you see that display. You see all like, their games. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. You're like, oh hey, gamer, great. Let's uh, discuss. You know, let's talk about this. Oh, you played this game. You played that game. And that's another thing. When I go physical, um, there's this. Uh, type of situation where you get to interact with people as opposed to digital because I think Marissa was talking about, you know, being able to play your game at midnight. Uh, come on, yep. you have releases uh, for midnight releases for video games when you go pick up your physical copy and you make friends. Ew, I mean, people. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. There, there, there's, there, for, if, you're, if you're really passionate about a game, there's a certain fun about going to those midnight launches with other people that are passionate about it. You know, like. I, Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of like, like Marissa in that regard, where I'm like, ew, people, because I was waiting in line for Kingdom Hearts 3 at 9 o'clock, and I was just like, ew, people. Like, I don't want to talk to you, people. I just want my copy to go home. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not. Sort of like deluxe, I would have downloaded it at midnight. <laughs> you know what? I, 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 I kind of agree with that. Like, I don't really interact with the people, but it's fun to see them, you know? Like, for example, I'll give you an example. If it, uh, This is like five years ago in 2014. Uh, when Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha was coming out, I went to the midnight release that just because that's also the name they uh, Smash was coming out, Smash for Wii U. So I was there, and there was a nice mix of people on the line who were like dressed up in like their Pokemon attire or their Smash attire, depending on which game they were picking up or if they're picking up both. And that's just fun to see. It's not so much that I would like interact with every single person I see because I didn't, and I never have, <laughs> and I probably never will. But it's fun to see them. I mean, that's just me. That's just a personal thing. No, I agree. That, that's what I was saying. I think it's so cool. Now, I will say, 
I will add, uh, you know, an addendum to that and say that it's cool when you're not by yourself. Because I'm not trying True. to go by myself, because then it can be a little weird. But yeah. <laughs> usually when I'm at midnight releases, you know, I'm with friends or whoever. Like, one time I went to the Call of Duty Black Ops, I think, 3 release or something. And I'm yeah. not the biggest Black Ops fan. I just went with my best friend. And I made friends with people who were, were going to, you know, kick my ass when we all went home at midnight to play. <laughs> um, cool. But it was just, you know, that type of situation is a lot of fun. Just that connecting with other people um, when you're not alone sure. can be cool seeing the physical copies there is also cool and um i, I think we were talking about you know um the c- capacity my ps4 pro is also full i'm not trying to get a, an additional storage i could i totally could i'm just not interested in doing that um i hate download times because my internet is crappy so i always have even like small updates take me forever so i can't even imagine attempting to download a game and i'm also a little afraid of um being able to being unable to play a game that i've downloaded at some point in the future now i even saying all that i will say there are times where i'm just like dang i wish that i had this game like as a digital copy like overwatch for example every time someone's like oh let's play overwatch I'm like, great, let's go. I turn on the PS4, and it's usually a staple in my PlayStation because it's one of the games I always play. When it's not in there, I'm like, oh my god, I have to get up oh and god. like get the disc and put it in, and this sucks. Like, I wish I could just <laughs> click on it and go because I did get Smash digitally. So whenever someone's like, let's play Same Smash, here. I'm just like, hey, this is perfect. Let's go. It's wonderful. It's really easy and simple, and we just pop it in and go. I don't have to change the disc. I don't have to change the cartridge. None of that. But I do still think there's something to be said for, you know, owning a game physically, being able to open it up. And, and especially for um, deluxe editions, like, like you said, um, I had I did get the Kingdom Hearts 3 deluxe edition. And um, I love it. I love the art books. I love um, the, the pen, the extra, the extra little things that you get. Um, if, I'm in, if I'm interested in a game, I definitely want to have the uh, collector's edition. Like, I got the collector's edition for Persona 5, and I totally used my Shinian Academy bag as my school bag for a while, just because it was freaking awesome. Um, mm-hmm. So you miss out on a lot of things like that. Um, I, I love box art covers. Like, even talking about Kingdom Hearts 3, um, even if you don't play it, you can't say that that box art cover is not gorgeous like it's beautiful having that displayed up or even a steelbook case which also just looks really cool like these are things that you can't replace and what's the worst that i have to do get up and switch a disc i'm okay i don't want to but i totally do that over you know just clicking on a an icon on my screen and that being it uh, so that's where I stand on the situation, totally physical over digital. Um, which brings me to a question for all of you and a discussion now that we know where everyone stands. Um, a lot of times we have situations in which gaming companies have somehow lost a license for um, some type of video uh, video game or the music within the video game or uh, something of that type in this situation. And because of that, gamers are stuck... Um, y- oftentimes not being able to play the game a perfect example is the lego lord of the rings which recently just lost their license and um they are no longer selling that game and if you don't have it downloaded you can't download it and play it again same thing with uh pt the horror trial game that was on the ps4 that was you know everyone was raving about that's just now gone and no one has any access to it if we had this on disc we'd still be able to pop it in and play it um if you have the lego harry uh lego lord of the rings game you can still pop that in and play it um if you have it physical you're kind of screwed and um that's a situation about whether we actually own the things that we're uh digitally purchasing or not so i thought we'd start with that discussion and get you guys' thoughts on it well correct me if i'm wrong i think that as long as you had pt downloaded before um you know before they decided to remove it because of the whole you know (laughs) business with kojima and all that mess (laughs) <laughs> um, I believe that you can still access it as long as you had no, it downloaded before. You cannot. You can't. Nope. You can't turn you it on. You cannot download there are people it. People who are on their consoles that had it with like. $10. No, I I know you can't download it, but if you had it, downloaded oh, can you before, still play it? You can still yes. turn it on. Sorry, yes, yes. yes. As long as you don't delete yeah, so it, yes, I, you still have it. I feel like in the same vein, then it's kind of the same thing. You're not necessarily getting screwed because you have the digital. I think if they were pulling it from people's consoles or making it so that you couldn't turn those things on because of the licensing, you know, then yeah, that would be a whole other issue. And I think you would have a lot of people who were upset because here you've spent however much money. I know that in the case of PT, it was a demo, so you didn't spend anything. 
but games like Alan Wake, games like that Lego Lord of the Rings title, um, you know, I think you still fall into the same vein. Either you get it before that happens or you don't. And so when it's gone, it's gone. But whether you have it digital or physical, it doesn't seem to matter yet. Um, just because I haven't heard of any case where a company has made it so that you couldn't access it anymore. Um, so, you know, I, to me, it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal. Um, you know, it does suck. Licensing issues suck in general, just because, you know, that takes a good game off the market. And even if you didn't decide to get it day one, it could have been something that eventually you wanted to, you know, that option's no longer there. But I don't see where it would necessarily be for better or for worse if you're physical over digital. Well, question in regards to that. Like, if you delete PT off your system, you can't re-download it from the store. Exactly. That's well, exactly yeah. what I was going to yeah. say. Because that's what happened yeah. to me. I had to delete it because I don't have any more room left on my on my PS4. So I was like, oh, crap, let me delete this. I went back to re-download it, and I no longer have access to it. Like, I literally can't get it anymore. So that is a situation where I own something that I can no longer access because of the situation. Whereas if I had it mm-hmm. on a disc, I could totally just pop the disc in and, you know, play it uh, continually. So to me, that's kind of like... I don't like that type of situation. Yeah. But, but I also get what you're saying. Um, I, I just don't technically agree with it. Because I feel like if I... if I per, uh, There's another example. And this isn't a video game. It's a, it's, a, it's a film. I can't remember what the film was, unfortunately, off the top of my head. But um, Apple had... Um, in, their, in their movies, they had a movie that they were selling. And they got the rights for the movie removed from them. And so people paid for this film... And, you know, you're, we're always told if you want to download it later, you know, you can at any time. And this guy went to go download the movie that he purchased and he can't anymore because it's not accessible. Mm-hmm. And all they can offer him, you know, is a, a discount on the next purchase that he gets because there's nothing they can do about it because they don't own the game anymore. Had he had the, I'm sorry, the movie, had he had the disc, I mean, he could just pop it in and play. And that is where I get a little afraid sometimes. Um, and current situations like this because you never know like if tomorrow something happens with smash and i I, this is obviously probably not gonna happen but if tomorrow something happens with smash (laughs) and like uh, i don't have a physical copy i have a digital copy and they're like oh i you can no longer download this game how long until i get to like play smash again with my friends who knows because i specifically chose to go digitally and it sucks because i think digital convenience is such a great thing um with playing digital games just being able to take my switch and like you guys said not have to worry about bringing you know eight different game cartridges with me to go play at a friend's house is wonderful um but i i'm still just like ugh, the fear of not knowing what could happen is always uh iffy for me but yes i continue uh- Honestly, I think that's a good. That, that those are all great points. Honestly, I think I don't. I think it's less an issue of um, whether a game is available. No, it is a g- issue of whether a game is available rather than you can play it. Because, like Marissa said, if you have PT downloaded and you de- never deleted it, like it's a golden goose. Basically, you can never delete it if you want to just keep it. But if you do have it, for the most part, I mean, it's yours. So when you when, once you once you buy it, it's, it's yours. And honestly, it thinks that it um. Recently, again, as of the recording of this podcast, the Nintendo Wii Shop channel just, like, permanently closed down, like, for good. Um, so all those WiiWare games or um, virtual console games that were on that service, if you had already b- purchased them and have them on your system, they're yours as long as you have that system. But you can no longer re-download those now. Like, that's just completely gone entirely. So there is that fear. But, there's a, but the thing is, there's also... A problem with physical games as well because you know with physical games you can get them if they're available at a store but you know certain games after a certain amount of time will become rare and and such like if you're looking for like an old super nintendo game now you have to go to like very specific stores or something along those lines really and just sometimes they'll be super expensive <laughs> yes yeah, like for example you can download like if you have like a Wii or a 3DS, you can download um, Earthbound for a reasonable price. But if you're looking for a physical copy of that thing, you're you're gonna be shelling out at least a hundred bucks, and that's a little a little pricey as well. So that's just an example. But honestly, I think both have their own disadvantages as far as like um, how you can acquire them. Digital, maybe one day you just won't be able to download it anymore, and that's a fear. Whereas physical, 
you either physical will always technically be possible for the most part. It's just how much you're willing to pay after a certain point of time when that thing is out. Like, uh, I mean, certain certain GameCube games are like really pricey now. Like, I've always wanted to try Fire Emblem Path of Radiance for my working GameCube. But that's like 160 bucks or something. So yeah, you know. I actually that's one of the stories I have of why I prefer digital now. Um, I had. Uh, Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn I had the physical version and somebody stole it from me and now it's a crazy amount of money that I haven't been willing to spend to get this game that I already owned already Mm. purchased once when it was Mm -hmm. its normal price but because it was stolen from me like there's no one I can really go to and be like hey so by the way like (laughs) (laughs) but if I had it digitally I could have you know in a sense at least been able to re-download it or something I realized then nobody would have been able to steal it from me of course but if there had been an issue then all I would have to do is re-download it you know and that's one of the nice things is that if you do need to clear off space or something like that with the exception of PT and games that eventually, you know, like either lose their licensing or are no longer being, um, you know, distributed digitally. Um, typically, with your big releases and things that aren't losing its licensing because they own 100% of the music, 100% of, you know, whatever it is that they're doing. Um you know, then you can just re-download. You can archive, you can delete it, or you can eventually re-download it when you're like, you know what, I feel like playing that again. Um, You know, so that's another reason why I think eventually going mostly digital will be nice because at least you're not running into situations like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree. But, you know, I mean, (laughs) definitely it's, there are, I feel, a lot of pros and cons um, on both sides. But, you know, that was one of the things that I wish, I wish, wish, wish I could have had a digital copy of that game because I loved it. I never got to beat it, you know, but now it's a ridiculous amount of money that I don't want to spend on something that I already bought. Yeah, of course. I can definitely... No, I was was just going to say, I think it's definitely a good thing if, um, you know older games that are off the market eventually become digitally available. Like, you know, if you look at, you look at, um, go to Nintendo's Twitter, look how many people are asking for GameCube games. Yeah. And I can't blame, really blame mm-hmm, them mm-hmm. because so many games, like not just Path of Radiance, you want to look at something like obscure, like Chibi Robo or, um, any of those obscure GameCube games, custom Robo, like any of those games are like, don't get, they get crazy expensive. Let me tell you about, Five, six years time, Wii U games are going to be that too. Wii U games that don't get ported to Switch, those are going to get crazy pricey because that's a system that did not sell well and therefore not many people bought it. And yeah. so it's, the yeah, scar- yeah. scarcity is going to drive that up crazy. So for games like those, it, it definitely is a benefit to have those available digitally so they can, you know, consumers can pay it, can buy it at a fair price and not the jacked up prices that, you know, people, scalpers on eBay or Amazon would sell them for. So that's mm-hmm. one thing, that's one benefit for sure for me. And David, what were you going to say? Um, I mean, this is less of an issue now than it was in the past, but I know, like, certain games will get, like, some those limited releases where they would be just printed really small amounts of copies. Like, when um, the first Xenoblade Chronicles came out on the Wii, for whatever reason, there were super limited copies of that. Like, and only that game GameStop and a GameStop exclusive for whatever reason, too. That, yes, that, too. I and see so that was... When it first came out, it was like, okay, it was regular price, 60 bucks, but then shortly after release, because it was so limited, a new copy of that video game at GameStop was going for like $120. Oh my yep, God. I remember that. I remember that. Being $60, it was $120 there. And going yep. back further from there, on the DS days, Something similar happened with the world ends with you. That game was a oh, super yeah. limited run. I had to drive about an hour to find a copy of it because oh nowhere else was getting copies in when that game came out. I was dumb as a child, all right? You know? So I had to, <laughs> I like, is it my pennies? Convinced my parents. I was like, this is the exact location that has it. I had them hold a copy for me. It's the last one they have. Like, I'm begging you. And I mean, they took me, but it's kind of ridiculous that yeah. a situation like that should have even happened. That right. I was driving hour and a half for a $40 video game. Okay, but real quick. Now, this might sound a little shady, but <laughs> I feel like <laughs> you guys, you Nintendo fans, are probably kind of, you know, used to Nintendo doing limited or short supply runs of everything they do, because that's pretty much what they do. Am I wrong? Facts. <laughs> like, uh, I will say rude, that but... I've only had it happen with Nintendo products. Because, um, yeah. I mean, I've had a series of consoles, you know, and that's really the only 
second time I've ever had an issue. But, you know, just to kind of pose it, because, I mean, I've even had that happen, and again, with my Game Boy. Um, <laughs> you know, I've had a lot of games stolen from me, and it's traumatic, okay? <laughs> Especially when you are a kid. Like, you know, so... I know, like, this hey. just became a poor Marissa podcast. I'm sorry. Um, but, you know, like, I... I have had a lot of like titles stolen from me, but not just that. I've had discs that have gotten damaged. I've had things that have gotten lost. And that's one of the things that you avoid with digital. Because, I mean, even though, like you said, one of the amazing things that um, Xbox is doing is their... Um, compatibility. Backwards compatibility, thank you. <laughs> I'm very happy about um, that, too. Oh, amazing. Yeah, because... There were there were titles that I had physical copies of that I wasn't willing to buy again digitally. So being able to just put my old disc in and be able to use it, like that's amazing to me. I think that it was a really good idea. But you then also have uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's there. Like, hey, you can totally pay us a fee and you can play any game, oh, especially Xbox Game Pass service. Yes, Game Pass. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, I mean, they also have workarounds for that, too, with Game Pass, where pretty much all of their titles are available. You just, of course, pay a subscription fee, you know, and um, I think that that's kind of a good way to avoid that price gouging, avoid those limited runs, is just to make it a digital option pretty much at any time you want. I am so happy you brought up Game Pass because that is something I want to talk about. Uh, first of all, <laughs> I do want to say that I think the backwards compatibility thing is amazing because um, that's what I was talking about earlier. Final Fantasy Thirteen, the series, you can literally put your disc in the Xbox and go play it. Um, you can't do that anywhere else uh, and you get an hd remastered version of it but once again that's owning the physical copy being able to do that because you can't i i i asked i'm pretty sure um and i was told that you can't like you can't just go buy that hd remaster of um final fantasy 13 you can't purchase that not even digitally the only way you can experience that is if you have the physical copy of that game to use so like that's mm -hmm. it um but with with something like Game Pass, we're paying, you know, a certain amount of money every month to have access to these titles. One, once you don't pay that, you no longer have access to those titles. And that's um, some something I wanted to talk about as well with even like PlayStation or Nintendo, you know, we're, we're paying for PS plus or we're paying for the Nintendo online service. And um, uh, how much is it like 50, $60 a year for most of these and 20 for Nintendo? Yeah. Um, yes. Essentially, we're paying the price of a single game and getting access to a bunch of different games. And then, if we don't continue to pay that price, we no longer have access to these games. So it's basically releasing games that we can never own. Um, which, honestly, I think is ridiculous. Like, if I paid you guys for a year's worth of um, PlayStation Plus, for example, and I've downloaded all these games, you're telling me, oh, hey, since they're digital downloads, I can no longer access them. Um, once I no longer pay for the service. I, I understand it, but it, it kind of sucks a little bit. That and um, the other thing I wanted to bring up was that my internet is not good enough <laughs> to access uh, Xbox Game Pass. Like, I can't download, I can't stream and play a video game, which is why I prefer to have physical, it's, it's personal reason, but why I prefer to have physical copies. Like, uh, I had Xbox Game Pass for a while. It took forever to download Sea of Thieves. <laughs> like, and then playing it with other people, uh, just forget it. Same thing with um, uh, uh, the zombie one. Oh my god, what is the name of that game? And I really loved it too. Uh, State of Decay. State of Decay 2. There. State of Decay 2. I was so excited for it. And, you know, Xbox Game Pass was a $5 trial. I was like, oh, let's do this. And then I get there. I download it. I'm like, oh... Oh, this is not for me. I will just go pay like 30 bucks, buy the disc, pop it in, get a five minute download and play it that way. So um, I also think that's probably why I'm so uh, for physical, just because we don't have the infrastructure to be downloading and playing um, and continually downloading, deleting and playing games all the time. And the industry is moving more and more towards uh, digital. I'm just like, can we also have the Internet move more and more towards uh, digital to back that up? But yeah, that's all I wanted to say mm -hmm. about that. Uh, I mean, which would require a large infrastructure change because oddly enough, there's still a good portion of this country alone doesn't have At strong enough to support a lot of things. Right. Despite all. the strides we're taking in strange areas, like fiber for some reason is available in a really small city. But, um, you know, it's not until that stuff is fully, you know, ubiquitous that we can be like, yeah, let's, 
let's push for this digital only movement. And that's why I'm team physical. I don't have time to download like <laughs> Kingdom Hearts three at midnight whenever. And I know that you have preloads and like pre-downloads so that you can play at midnight when everybody else. But you know that works for people who have internet that works. Okay, like, I don't. So sometimes, a lot of the times, I'm just like, okay, well, there's no point in me even attempting to download, you know, a, a 60 gigabyte game because why? It's going to take me four days. And then once I'm finally finished, everyone else is already done with the game. And here I am. Oh, but I got it, you know, digitally, guys. God forbid I delete <laughs> it because then if I have to re-download it, oh my goodness. Which is another issue because I, <laughs> that happened to me as well. Like I was, um, and, and this isn't even, this is with physical copies, actually. Like, I think it was Near and Persona 5 and, um, uh, oh my god, Marissa, what's your favorite game from last year? Detroit, Become Human. Sorry. Detroit, yeah. <laughs> Those three <laughs> games I had on my I was like, oh my god, don't ask me these questions right now. Like, <laughs> I had those, and I had, um... Grand Theft Auto Five all on the PS4. I deleted them um, just for space. I put the physical copy back in, and I still have a long download time just to get these games onto you know my PlayStation just to play them. Imagine having to actually download the entire game. I would I would never be done. And the Switch has such little memory, so little. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. I don't. I, yeah, you I, do need a lot. You need an SD card at least. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Switch, guys, is it easier to just switch out an SD card or, you know, the game cards, which are at least bigger? Well, I have a, a decent-sized SD card myself, so I don't have this issue as much. And I and, 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 I, and I talked about and I talked earlier about how with a handheld system, you know, it's more convenient to um, have them downloaded. But even then, like, I do try to keep um, my space in mind when um, buying certain games. So even then... Mm-hmm. My Switch, whenever I take it with me anyways, <clears throat> I always have the carrying case anyways. So for certain exactly. games, I will still I will still buy them physical because then I could just stuff the card there. Like David said, of course, it's a little awkward to switch them out. But in that it case, I would really put... It how, depends. How is it awkward? Like, awesome. if, 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 if I'm, if I'm like on a... You know, for most short trips, I won't even take that many games with me anyway because, you know, I'm not going to be switching out the game that I have with me. But if I'm taking like a long trip on like a plane or something like that... I'll have a few cars, and that's not as bad because it's a really long trip. I'm just doing my own thing. It doesn't really matter anyways. So, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's switching the cars out is not too much of a big deal for me. It's like you said, Jarrell, for a game like Smash Brothers that you want to have available at all times, it's definitely beneficial to have that downloaded because you don't want to be switching out your cards when someone says, hey, let's run some sets and smash, and you're at home. It's like, oh, got to rock to my Switch and switch the card. You, you don't want to. I'm probably going to do that when Pokemon Gen 8 comes out as well because Pokemon is one of those games you just want to have available. But Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Um, okay, let's see. I have two SD cards, and one is smaller than the other. But I got the smaller one before I got the bigger one, so I basically had to transfer the one all my first stuff onto the bigger one, and then I don't have to swap them. But I know there'll be a point where I have to swap them, and that will be annoying. But I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> so let's be <laughs> serious really quickly them. about the situation. If you're sure. taking your switch anywhere, you're taking it in the case, and whatever switch yes. case you have most likely has slots for the game cards. I've had yeah, two mine switch does. cases. Mine does indeed. I'm not saying for everybody. I hear you, Marissa. I'm not yeah, because I don't have a case yet, um, and I actually do travel quite a bit, so mm. I honestly My don't God, even take anything with me. <laughs> so I, know, I, don't, I don't take any <laughs> physical copies with me. I only use the things that are downloaded onto my, um, you, onto my you Switch already. You're carrying the Switch bear. What I do is I pack it back up into the box. So that way oh, it's safe, okay. but then Ooh. it's not exactly convenient, you know, <laughs> like, so, um, like I'll have all my cords with me. I'll make sure that all the tech is actually safe and wrapped up and everything like that. But it, you know, it's like, I don't really want to be in a position where I can lose my cartridges. So yeah. I have everything loaded onto my game okay. or onto my Switch. Perfect situation. Like if I if if that were the case, I'd be like, oh yeah, just download them all, and then you just take them, and you don't have to worry about anything. But for mm-hmm. you know, gener- for me, 
because for the people who don't suck like me (laughs) (laughs) actually what happened was i had a case and i was like oh look i got it my friend um, bought me a case and i was like oh this is great and then david came to my house and he had a case and i was like oh bitch i need that so literally like a week later i went and bought the same case he had he i don't even know if you You really i 100 have the same case it was so beautiful it's like oh my god i need this it was so cool and like chic and i was like oh bitch this is like a side this is an accessory to my outfit like i love it Um, it's like a clutch it's so nice so i went out and bought the same (laughs) case that david has and you know the back of it you have (laughs) no slots for i know i never told you (laughs) you have slots for your games so for me it's just really simple because i just keep them in there and um it's an easy way to keep up with my games without having to you know keep the the cartridges there i'm sorry not the cartridges the cases there or anything and you just pop it in and you go and it's really just you want to play something all right let me just click this in real quick that's it um whereas you know home home consoles like the xbox or the playstation you do have to get up and find the disc and switch it out because you're not going to pick up your xbox i mean you could i don't know what people are doing (laughs) out there you could totally pick up your xbox but usually you're not going to pick up your entire xbox and take it to a friend's house and then bring your entire gaming library with you um and do they have like you guys have to help me out with this do they have like types of situations in which if you purchase digitally you can share the games with people on the console uh, I don't hmm. know. So I don't I think, think so. Like I don't for, think so either. Not yeah. for Switch. Not with Switch. Not with Switch. Certainly, no. Yeah, I, and I I think you can like between users on that same console. So like you know if you're in the family environment or whatever sure. that you know you can easily just kind of load it up for that one person to play. You can have multiple profiles on the same game. But yeah, not where you can share it with like anyone else. You can't like, hey friend, here's my game. Borrow it for a little bit. You know? I'm like, so happy you said that. Because that's another reason that I go physical. Letting other people borrow your games. I cannot give Smash to a friend to let them try it out. But any other <laughs> game that I own on the Switch, I can totally let someone borrow as soon as I'm done. If a friend wants to borrow Kingdom Hearts when I'm done, here's the disc, you know? I can't give you my download code because I already used it. Uh, you're screwed. Um, uh, of course, there are situations like Pokemon in which, you know, the save is tied to the to the cartridge, so... Yeah, like, you can't share it anyway. Um, you're just like, well, no, go get your own copy. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I put a lot of time and effort into this. You don't get it. But there are so many many times where you know we luckily now we live in a situation where we have twitch and we have youtube so we can watch these titles before purchasing them but you know in the past it was always like oh hey i've got this great game you might want you can borrow my disc to check it out you can try it um everybody like never mind i'm not gonna say that because everybody doesn't do that but yeah, I mean, there are situations where, like, you know, your friend has the Sims expansion pack that you want to play, but you don't want to pay for it. You know, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. You get around it yeah, when yeah, you yeah. have friends <laughs> to help you out with this type of situation, especially for stuff like fighting games or something. Like, I'm a big Tekken fan. I want to go try Tekken before I buy it. My friend has it. Let me borrow it as opposed to, you know, buying it digitally for 60 bucks and then playing it for two weeks. Because, um, you know, there are lots of uh, situations or types of games that we don't play for very long or we play occasionally um like letting a friend borrow overwatch and see if they like it they like it they purchase it they don't they save money stuff like that you can't do that with digital copies so physical wins (laughs) (laughs) that's the that's the enobial argument yeah and me i'm like i don't let people borrow my games anymore please refer back to example one and two in this podcast honestly honestly, me and marissa we're not loading people our games yeah you can go buy this oh my gosh going back to what marissa said earlier about how she got games stolen all the time let me tell you i didn't this is a side this is a side note but for a long time, I wasn't letting my friends borrow games because my Sapphire version was stolen by someone that just borrowed it. Oh, and it, yeah. And yeah. And that scarred for a while because then I, I had friends, friends that I know that I'm still friends with today. Like one of his earliest memories is like he wanted to borrow a game from me. I was like, no. Oh. And I feel and I feel bad about it because obviously he's my close friend now. But I'm like, I was too scarred back then to let my people borrow anything. Mm-hmm. I own a copy of Fire Emblem Fates to a friend of mine. I haven't seen it again. It's <laughs> oh, <laughs> so... they keep seeing the Fire Emblem games. Like, what <laughs> right. the hell? Go buy your own Fire Emblem games. They're too okay? expensive. People don't want to spend their own money. Clearly, <laughs> not at release. <laughs> like... 
buy it later. But y'all ain't borrowing my game. <laughs> so sorry. You're out here seeing the future, realize how scarce it's going to be. They're trying to make money, man. <laughs> we do live in a, a very specific situation in which we don't, n- we no longer have to purchase games. We, like I said, we can watch them on Twitch or YouTube and um, see whether we're going to like them or not. So luckily, it's not as bad um, as it used to be. Uh, but I just. But that's also where digital really shines too is demos. You didn't really get like demo discs or anything like that. Maybe if you were part of a specific service. Um, but I mean, it's not like there'd be. <laughs> well, okay, Toby. Us well, only only in, in the like yeah, in the years and years ago, back in the olden days, I used I'm... to remember getting de- demo discs with magazines, certain yeah. gaming magazines. I remember that too. I, I used get, to like... get the. I used to yeah. get the little PS1 demo disc that had like all those demos in it. That's what you, but that's how they had to do that it back awesome. then because there was no digital avail- option available at the time. Yeah, yeah. and, and so now what? that's kind of... Mm, go ahead. I was just going to say, you can still have that physical copy and pop it in your, your PlayStation 1. Just saying. It's <laughs> true, but I think that... I think one of the great things about digital media is that it makes everything so accessible. So it makes these demos accessible. You don't have to be part of a magazine subscription. You're not paying for a magazine to be delivered to you um, in order just to try a game that you want. You can choose a specific game and be like, no, I want to try this out. Um, you know, one of the other things too that you know I didn't really think to mention earlier or whatever, but I think digital kind of brings down the cost for smaller developers, indie developers. So that way they don't have to pay for actual physical publishing. And so that allows us to have a lot of games that we might not see otherwise, you know, and it does mean that you can kind of download these small, like $4 games, $5 games on your different systems, um, you know, but kind of, give them life that they might not have other otherwise had if not for this digital media and going straight to the consumer as opposed to well now we have to make the discs now we have to make the card or the things that hold the discs the (laughs) cd covers we don't have to make the um art for the front of it or anything like that um you know so kind of a mix between your smaller indie games and your demos, like I think they really shine on digital where they might not so much if we were still just strictly in a physical game world. Right. Y'all can't see my face, but I have been mm-hmm. convinced by Marissa. Darn it. <laughs> Honestly, I actually agree with everything you just said. Um, I, I think accessibility is a big one. And uh, it's like you guys said earlier, being able to... Nintendo, if they just release stuff digitally... I mean, you can't restrict how many copies you make digitally, Nintendo, unless you're assholes. Um, <laughs> so, like, let us all... Don't give them the idea. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be... Okay, okay. Wouldn't it be hilarious... Is if like let's say uh, you were buying let's say New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe and when you bought and you bought it there's like a there's like a number at the top it's it has a thousand and seven and then you buy it and that number goes to a thousand and six oh yeah and then that's just like how much more can people buy no 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 you're right I let's not do that not but... do that but it'd be funny though I'd be mad. <laughs> Okay, so um, if there are, are there any other um, closing comments before I ask uh, where everyone stands after this conversation? I don't feel like anyone was really convinced, except for maybe me. <laughs> like everyone's still in another. their original camp. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was teetering on the edge anyways. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Oh, okay. It looks like we were all pretty much on the edge except for me. I'm still all physical, but once again, that's just because of internet purposes. I, If I had better internet, honestly, I'd still be physical because I, I love guys. Like, you can't... Have you guys seen the memes of, like, or at least the photos where people just, like, put their fingers in the middle of the disc picture and then it becomes, like, someone's butt or something? You can't do that Ew. with digital copies. That's a solid enough reason right there. That's correct. Hair here. Funny ass pictures. We have to keep it. We have to keep physical forever. You gotta keep physical alive. But yeah, I mean, it really. It just for me, it goes back to being able to uh, access this stuff with my current internet setup. And even if it was better, it's just downloading and re-downloading and taking the time to do that. I just want to be able to pop in a game and play it. That's all I want. And yes, I can do that uh, uh, digitally. I realize so. I guess I'm teaching. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think my kind of closing and the reason why I'm not 
100% digital yet is just because of space, you know, so almost kind of like, hey, if there's any companies out there listening, like, I'll totally be down to buy everything digital, just please, for the love of God, give us like, good sized, like either memory cards, good sized hard drives, like, and I mean, there have been impressive ones. I'm not trying to say that there have been, you know, there's been terabytes and um, things of that nature. But I think I especially run into that frustration with the switch is that, you know, the starting amount of memory that you get is so small and that you are forced into buying um, micro SD cards is kind of a kind of a bummer. I mean, I don't like it. I have yet to buy a micro SD card. Just saying. Yeah, Mr. Physical. I get that. (laughs) No, honestly, I'm going to... When Animal Crossing and Pokemon come out, I'm going to get physical because I just don't have the room and there's nothing I really want to delete, you know? So, yeah, I'm going to get physical for them. But if it wasn't for memory situations, memory card problems, like, they totally be digital because I want to play them as soon as they're available. I don't want to wait on my male person who's going to drop it off at the wrong place and then... Oh, man. (laughs) That's real. That's real. Wait until 6 o'clock. Digital because of... I don't want to deal with that. I'm buying Animal mm-hmm. Crossing and Pokemon for the Switch Digital. Uh, I'm trying no, to wait. I'm going Midnight comes and... out, it'll be on my system. Uh-uh. Animal Crossing, I need to get digital because the fact that you play that game daily means I'm not going to be wanting to switch in cars to that thing true. daily. That is that uh, is going that is going to make me quit faster than anything else if I get that physical. I can already tell you now. Oh my god, what is uh, going on? Like, why is everyone switching on me? <laughs> <laughs> Switch. No, now I might oh, go back switch. to digital for Animal Crossing. It's just don't that it. I really don't think I have the space. Don't do it because the, all your other games are digital, so you won't even have to switch it out. You're fine. You know what? <laughs> You're right. Like, don't do <laughs> with me. With that, with that, I think I'll go ahead and give my uh, closing argument real quick. Um, yeah. Um, to be honest. Again, there's always going to be a part of me that enjoys physical, you know, giving out, getting those physical copies is always looking fun. That being said, if one day the future should come and we do go into this digital-only age, I mean, I won't be that heartbroken about it. But the thing is, for that future to even be considered to be a reality, it's like Marissa said, we need bigger space. That's not going to happen until we get consoles that could reliably hold maybe, like, five years' worth of, like, games that an average consumer would... um, um, predictably buy for their system you know if you're if you're in year two and you bought maybe i don't know seven games in those two years and you're full on space that's that's not gonna work we need to i don't know i, I don't know how they would figure out what kind of space the average consumer would use for their system but what we have now is just uh, doesn't cut it so until we get to um that future where we get that enough space you know i'm gonna be going physical or digital as needed with mostly physical because yeah yeah, yes. it is a save, uh, a space saver for sure. Yes, I'm just sad because I've already lost um, game guides, which are beautiful, and I love putting them up um, in a library, in a bookcase, yes. in a bookshelf, uh, and showing uh, off all my well, like instruction manuals. You mean? No, I'm in like actual oh, okay. guidebooks, but also instruction oh, manuals okay. because instruction manuals used to be a really good argument. I was going to say I used to because... love an instruction manual. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god, but then they go into that. Maybe digital. Do you guys remember what game it was that I think it was actually Smash, where they created um, an online uh, uh, guide, a gaming guide in uh, f- that would be inside the case because Smash doesn't come with one. Um, and it was just like, okay, this is how you play the game. The fact that we have to go online and print it out just to do that, come on. Like, I liked, I, I also liked them, and I loved having my game guides on display in my library. Because um, some of those books are just gorgeous, and I'm a big book person. But until y'all can give me physical things in a collector's edition with my digital purchase, I'm going to continue <laughs> to be physical. Yeah, that's true, too. Coll- collector's editions are always going to be a big thing for physicals, especially for the big games that people you know it's 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 a it's a good way for um a lot of game companies to get a little extra money as well and then for consumers to get a little extra out of games that they really want to spend the money on too exactly so yeah like like you're saying jerome if they could figure out a way to like if you i don't know maybe you have a digital code and maybe you can get like this special edition or something like that that's something that they'd have to figure out too if they want us to eventually go to an all digital future but you know it's something to consider for sure 
Well, there has been a game that came out that did that, though. Where, like, it was a special edition, but there was a download slip inside the, like, the box. Okay, do that, oh, and then I will... that's a good idea. That's do that, idea. and I will be more lenient towards uh, download purchases, uh, digital pur- that's a, purchases. That's a good idea. Yeah, because that's the best of both worlds. You have it digital, so it's there, but then you have a nice physical copy. Damn, we just cracked the code! Well, like, what they started doing <laughs> with um, DVDs. <laughs> Oh, DVDs? Oh, were they include, like, a digital license? Please share this podcast with everybody. We figured out how to do it. (laughs) I feel like they probably wouldn't do that with games just because it's kind of like a different environment. Yeah, because literally you would just give the digital code to your friend. Yeah, I would just hand it over to someone. (laughs) I don't need this. (laughs) I already have a physical game. You're wrong. wrong, (laughs) Um, The hardest thing that I had to do recently was choose between getting a collector's pin for Kingdom Hearts 3 or getting the uh, digital version and getting that uh, sweet PlayStation Keyblade. I don't want to have to make yeah. those decisions. All right. We, 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 yeah, we don't... We, we need to get rid of this choice nonsense. Like, if, there, if there's going to be special edition, there needs to be, like, one special edition. I can't have all this. Because Kingdom Hearts fans, I'm sure, are just, just true hardcore ones, crazy ones, are, like, scratching their hair out because they can't get their physical stuff or um, the digital one without buying two versions, and that's not okay. Which is ridiculous, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Toby, where are you standing now? Still on the fence, physical, digital, what? Um, I'm still physical. Yes. I mean, I'm still, I still buy digital yeah. when needed, but, oh yeah, predominantly I'll still always buy physical. Stay over. the course, my friend. Physical. Yeah. Don't let Why? these heifers change your mind. And David, what about you? Um, I mean, I'm still going to do my both. For the, going forward, my Switch is going to become a, a digital console. I mean, like, I put, like, a 128-gigabyte, like, SSD in there. Well, SD card in there, so that's not really a concern of mine. None of the Switch games are, like, that huge. We're all See, I've got 128 quick. gigabytes as well, and I literally, I like, it goes. Some of the games are quite big. Are they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it depends, it depends oh. how much you buy and what you buy, to be fair, because I've got some that range between between 10 and 15 gigabytes and then some that are like 200 megabytes well and i think gig. isn't smash 16 gigs it's pretty big i didn't like this place so i didn't you know, yeah I didn't like. and I mean, then i, I think yeah but no, if you just think on the top of my head, i know that there's some sorry <laughs> i mean it's not bad for oh, you but i personally haven't I, does the switch come with an sd card inside of it no right no yeah no. so mm-hmm. you i have 32 gig internal memory i am it. using that so half of that, almost half of, more than half of that, basically, was taken up by Smash. And I'm like, what is this? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. For me personally. I think I you've only got, like, one other big game that you could get. Like, yeah, it is really limited. That's why I'm buying I mean, at least it's not as bad as, like, the days of, like, PlayStation 3, where you still had to download the game to play it, but it was, like, 50 gigs. It's like, oh, wait, my console only has 60. I guess I'm waiting for this one game on here for the time. Yeah, exactly. Well, the thing is, it can support up to one terabyte, but there's no one terabyte SD cards yet. Yeah, so, no, exactly. It's that's <laughs> what's the problem. Although they'd be ridiculously expensive, but it sure would. <laughs> I mean, I popped out my my PlayStation hard drive because I was tired of having to re-download games or delete things to play something. Yeah, so, same here. Same. When I here. had my original one, I went from a five hundred to a two terabyte, and then I popped that thing right back in my Pro when I switched because I'm not dealing with having to de- delete games to be able to play mm-hmm. a new one. That's right. It's just unnecessary effort. Yeah, that is... And I mean, at least memory does come down in price really quickly, especially as yes. memory technology advances. Who knows? In a couple of years, a terabyte SSD could be, like, you know, not too bad. <laughs> Let's it. hope so, because right now you got to pay for a PS4 Pro or buy it separately and then do it yourself, and I ain't got time for all of that. Anyway, with all of that being said, um, I think we all know where we stand, and we're coming up on the hour mark of this podcast, so I hope you all enjoyed, and come back for more in two weeks, and subscribe, and we'll talk to you all later. Bye, everybody. See ya, everyone. Bye. Bye.